This podcast contains graphic descriptions that some listeners may find disturbing. Listener discretion is advised. All right, now, with that being said, welcome to the Mortal Musings Podcast. And we're on. Um, yeah, so uh, the case did last week, Richard Chase. I forgot to show you a picture of him because I know you're the same as me. You like to put a face to the name. Yeah. So um, here you go. Well, you wouldn't walk down a fucking dark alley with him. <laughs> Do you know when you look at his eyes, doesn't he just look so concerned? Yes. Yeah, like, you know, like we were talking about like his mental health issues and stuff like that. It's almost if, like you can just see it in his face. He just looks so consumed by shit. Stuff's all, always on his mind. Yeah. Like. But yeah, that is Richard Chase. Do you know who he... Are you going to say someone you know now? Not someone I know. Okay. And I'm not saying he looks exactly <laughs> like him, <laughs> but someone comes to mind when I look at him, like how his eyes are and stuff. Russell Brand. Yeah, I can see what you're driving at, yeah. Yeah, Russell Brand. Yeah, I see. I can see it. But like I said, that, that picture of him, um, what he's wearing, that's what he was that's what he was wearing when he was arrested. Big so puffer jacket. Yeah. It's, it's it's a look. Yeah. So do you want to get into today's episode? Yeah, what is it today? Is it uh someone's eyes have been shut out? <laughs> or, no. It's it's not a murder today. Oh. It's just a darker very sad story. Okay. It's the story of Blanche Manier. You okay? Yeah, it's just the look you shot me. <laughs> what did I do? Like, you, you just <laughs> I was just checking the 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 fucking the waveforms. Yeah, was, yeah. So I was just making sure that it was because, recording and everything was all right and Yeah, but because Neil does the editing. When he like darts over to the laptop, like I'm thinking, oh shit, there's an issue. Do you need me to pause? Do you need me to stop for a sec? So I'm like looking at you like, whoa, 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 what have I done? Um, no, so we're doing Blanche Monnier today. And like I said, it, it's not a um, case of a murder. It's just a very dark, horrible story. And are you sure you're saying the name right? Do you I need hope my so. Help with it? Uh, to any French speakers, <laughs> I'll just apologize now if I make an absolute fuck of well, any to be honest, they should be apologising to us for how hard and difficult they make it to... Says the English speaker. This language is a shitstorm. Why is it? Because there's so many... Di- <laughs> Fuck's sake. Fucking Brits. Like, there's so many different words and ways to use... Like, we have multiple words... The, the same spelling, but they mean different things. Yeah. That's no good. That's so confusing. Well, if I can figure it out, anyone can. Okay. So, uh, Blanche was part of the aristocratic Monnier family. Her family included her mother, Louise, who was known for her charitable work. Uh, and she even earned an award for her contributions. So. Yeah. Her father, Charles, was the head of a local arts faculty and she also had an older brother uh, called Marcel, and he was a law graduate. And Blanche, she was born on the 1st of March in 1849 in Poitiers, France. 
Blanche was a socialite. Uh, she was described as very gentle and good-natured. She was said to be incredibly beautiful and she had many potential suitors. I bet she did. I bet she did. <laughs> what? <laughs> However, in 1876, Blanche disappeared. When people asked the family about her whereabouts, they were told she was just off travelling. She's doing her own thing. Obviously, people were going to wonder where she was, but you have to remember the Manier family were very well respected and well liked. You yeah. weren't really going to question it. So they didn't really doubt the story. And when Blanche never returned, they just assumed she'd maybe settled down elsewhere, met someone, what have you. Yeah. Now, the actual situation was a bit fucking different. Okay. So we're going to jump. She's dead. What? She's dead. No. I just told you it's not a murder situation. Someone can die without being murdered. There's no murderation of the situation here, Neil. No, but someone can be dead without being murdered. No, that's that's not what happened here. Okay. So we're going to jump forward a bit to 1901. The Paris Attorney General received an anonymous letter. Monsieur Attorney General, I have the honour to inform you of an exceptionally serious occurrence. I speak of a spinster who was locked up in Madame Monnier's house. It's not ha- very nice to call someone that. No, it's not on. But this was in 1901. I, I assume maybe it was more acceptable it's a bit term. For. Half starved and living on a putrid litter for the past 25 years. In a word, in her own filth. So 25 years, okay? Right. It's actually, it's still unknown who sent this letter. There are theories surrounding it, um, one of them being that one of the family servants told her boyfriend about this and he was like, fuck, no, yeah. I've got to do something about this. I'm going to report it. So they had servants? Yes. And they didn't? They, like, we'll, we'll get into it with it. But um, yeah, it is, it is a shocking story. So on the 23rd of May in 1901, police went to the Manier family home. The police requested to see Blanche. After initially trying to fob the officers off, Louise, her mother, reluctantly directed them upstairs. Police made their way up to the attic to find the door was padlocked shut. Officers broke into the room and were unaware of what they were about to find. The room was filled with a putrid odour. It was completely dark. The windows were covered by thick curtains. Even the window shutters had been locked in place to prevent any light from coming in. Once they managed to get enough light in the room to be able to see what the fuck they were doing, they noticed that in the back there was a woman lying on a straw mattress and it was Blanche. Blanche was now 52 years old. She was found naked and emaciated and she was weighing just 55 pounds. Emaciated. Like nothing on her, no weight. Okay. 55 pounds. Okay. Her mattress was covered in old rotting food, feces, urine, and was infested with insects. Yeah, it would be. It would be. It was so unbearable that officers struggled to stay in the room for more than a few minutes. And Blanche had become so severely malnourished as the only food she was given was scraps. She wasn't able to use the bathroom and she also did not have access to just basic hygiene. Her hair had grown down to her thighs and her nails had become long and curled. 
You thought hair would be longer than that. 25 years. Mm. I think your hair can kind of stop growing though, can't it? It kind of like reach a point. I don't think your hair will stop growing. I think with some people, you know, some people you see and it's like just like, you know, Guinness World Book of Records is like fucking yeah. across the street. Whereas uh, I think some people are kind of cuts off at a point. I'm not sure. Uh, so this is a quote from one of the people who discovered her. We immediately gave the order to open the casement window. This was done with great difficulty. For the old dark coloured curtains fell down in a heavy shower of dust. To open the shutters, it was necessary to remove them from the right hinges. As soon as light entered the room, we noticed in the back, lying on a bed, her head and body covered by a repulsively filthy blanket. A woman identified as Mademoiselle Blanche Monnier. The unfortunate woman was lying completely naked on a rotten straw mattress. All around her was formed a sort of crust made from excrement, fragments of meat, vegetables, fish and rotten bread. We also saw oyster shells and bugs running across Mademoiselle Monnier's bed. The air was so unbreathable. The odour given off by the room was so rank that it was impossible for us to stay any longer to proceed with our investigation. Well, it would do. 25 years of shite. <laughs> no, it would. Yeah, No, I mean, that's the thing. So It's not just shite, it's rotten shite. Yeah, I mean, it's horrific to think of walking into that room for two seconds. Yeah. She was living in that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, would she be used to it? 25 years? Like, yeah, so... would she be like, what smell? <laughs> no, like... <laughs> Yeah, like, again, like, we will kind of... We will talk about um, how it affected her. Yeah. Um, I did read... So, obviously, we've talked a bit about the situation she'd been left in. And I did read that Blanche wasn't always left in such horrific conditions. Oh, so not too bad then. Yeah, well, you this, see, this is it. They just have the moments. Yeah. Okay. So, well, that see, I got a bit annoyed reading this, okay? So, like I said, it was that she wasn't always left like that. It, it, it got worse. So, apparently, she did have a nurse who cared for her until the nurse's death in 1896. So, okay, maybe she wasn't always... So, what's this like... That would have been like seven years? five years before she was found. Okay. So my whole argument is that is still five years yeah. living like that. There's no justification. Yeah. And even if she had have a had had a nurse coming in to bathe her, give her proper meals, um, socialize with her, whatever the fuck they try to justify it with, you still kept her captive somewhere. Yeah, and it's like, still... even though she was in her 50s, so let's say her parents were elderly, they still had servants, so... Exactly. So, that that was the thing. She was left for five years to deteriorate to the point of how she was found in 1901. Uh, after the death of her carer, her mother Louise would have maids care for Blanche. Okay. That's not their fucking job. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah. The fuck are you at? What what's actually wrong with her? Blanche. Yeah. We're we're gonna talk about Okay. So one of the ma this was something that reportedly happened. One of the maids asked Louise for clean nightshirts and bed sheets for Blanche. She was refused. Louise said she's just gonna rip or soil them again, so there's no point. Don't bother bring them to her. Just leave her to sit in filth, basically. Yeah. Which 
Fucking hell. So the reason for this, the reason why this was done to her, her mother did not like the man that Blanche wanted to marry. I can't spec. <laughs> like that's that's basically it. That's basically the reason why she was put through this. So Blanche had so, fallen. Go on. So why did she need a carer in the first place? Be- okay, well. So she was locked up. Yeah. And it was like, I'm locking you up. This is the situation. But I'm still going to have someone. No, just make sure you don't die. Basically was the mother's logic. Yeah. So again, yeah, the mother did not like the man that Blanche had wanted to marry. Blanche had fallen in love with an older man. He was a lawyer, but he wasn't wealthy and he didn't meet the mother's standards. Okay. Simple as that. I did read that another component was that he was a Protestant, whereas the Magnets were Catholic. So. We won't touch on that. We, w- we won't get into that now, but uh, yeah. So, again, Louise was not happy about this. She, she didn't deem this man good enough for her daughter. So she forbid Blanche from seeing him. Blanche refused. She was like, uh-uh. So her mother took drastic actions and held her captive. I'm guessing this was the mother's way of, like, reasoning it. Her mother told her she would remain locked up until she agreed to break off the relationship with him. So she's like, you can come out whenever you want. You just got to do whatever the fuck I say. Yeah. Why didn't uh, you want to just lie then and say, yeah, I I don't want to be with him. And then once she's out of there. I'm guessing Blanche was just just like, you're not telling me what to do. Like, you got to remember, she's grown, you know. Yeah. She's not, like... She's not a kid. She can do what she wants. And that's what she did. Blanche refused. She would not give in to her mother's demands. And also the the guy who she wanted to marry. Like, so she didn't get found for 25 years. Why didn't he go to the police and be like, my bird's missing? He might have just believed what people said. He might have been like, oh, she's gone. She's gone off traveling somewhere. Like, again, she's, you know, they're from a wealthy family. Maybe. Yeah, I suppose. I don't, I don't know. But yeah, Blanche refused to give in to her mother's demands. She was not having it. And you ready for this? Here's the kicker, Jay. Okay. The man that Blanche was forbidden from seeing died in 1885. But her mother kept her locked up, like I said, until 1901. Did she know he died? I would assume not. So this could have been... This was, so like, this goes past the point. This is the mother being like, fuck you. I said this. You're not doing what I say. So for 25 years, she was locked up. And it wasn't even relevant to the mother's twisted notion of why it was justifiable. Not not saying much about the father. I am about to now. Oh, okay. After Blanche was removed from these conditions, her mother, Louise, and her brother were arrested. Her father had died years earlier in 1879 while she was still locked away. Fuck. So, I, again, I don't even know if she knew about this, if she had been told or not. Yeah. Louise and Marcel would claim that Blanche was violent and had been mentally ill since she was young. So, you know, they're saying that that's what their claim is, but she was described as gentle and good-natured and, you know. Yeah. He also said that his sister could have left the attic at any time. 
you know the padlocked attic. Yeah, the padlock and what was on the window? Oh yeah, they were um, like nailed shut. Yeah. They had to take them off by the hinges just yeah. to let some light in. Oh yeah, but she could have got out. Could have got out. <laughs> this one, I think, this is going to get you. Do you remember me saying to you, um, there's not much justice in this case? Yeah. So her mother, Louise, became ill and died 15 days later. So she never got any kind of repercussions for her. Was it a painful death? I can't remember what it was. So her brother would stand trial on his own for assisting his mother. He was convicted and he was sentenced to 15 months. What? Mm Mm-hmm. 15 months. Do you want me to uh, piss you off even further? Uh, He was later acquitted. On what grounds? He was considered mentally incompetent. Uh, Also, uh, according to the law at the time, there there was no good Samaritan law, which basically means he was not obligated to intervene and stop his mother from doing this. So technically... He absolutely fucking was. No, not by law, though, at the time. That's the problem. You know what I mean? So... The aftermath of this for Blanche. Blanche, once she was given the proper care that she needed, she... Because it's uh, half a life. Yeah. What did you say? 50, uh, she was 50 what? 52. It's 25 years she was locked up for. So yeah. basically half her life at that point. Fucking hell. Once Blanche was given the proper care that she needed and deserved and... When I say that, I mean basic care. She was given a bath and a meal and she was said to be calm, happy and grateful. Again, a far cry from how her mother and brother are describing her. Unfortunately, I mean, it was such extreme trauma that she endured at the hands of her family. She never fully recovered. No, she's not going to. Blanche was diagnosed with anorexia, schizophrenia, exhibitionism and... Coprophilia. What's coprophilia? It is sexual arousal and pleasure from feces. It's going to do some shit to you. She's in this room. She's locked up. It's pitch black. Yeah. She's not being fed properly. She's no one to talk to really. She's hardly eating. It's, there's basically an unlimited list of things that it's going to drive you insane. Yeah. Although she did show improvements The psychological damage was obviously too severe and she was admitted to a psychiatric hospital and that is where she would spend the rest of her life. And Blanche died on the 13th of October, 1913, at the age of 64. So So, she did another, what, 10 years? uh, 12 years, yeah. 12 years from her rescue. Like, I'm sorry, it's it's not a very nice story. It's horrible all round. There was no justice served and Blanche just... I mean, the majority of her life was just horrific treatment, you know? Yeah, it's a grim one. It is. But I think, again, same thing. It's it's important to um, hear stories like this so you know what some people are actually capable of. And that was her daughter. Yeah. For fuck's sake. like. But there you go. That's the uh, case of Blanche Monnier. So I hope the brother... Ended up getting stoned to fucking death in the street after. Oh. Well, no, he was just released, like... No, no, fuck that guy. Like, it's kind of, like... I understand, in the eyes of the law, he wasn't obligated to intervene. I get that. Their hands are tied on what they can do. Yeah. But you fucking piece of shit. You didn't want to help her? Yeah. 
Even, right, so like you're going by the argument, oh, well, she was violent and she was mentally ill. Why didn't you try to yeah. do something to help? You came from a wealthy family. Yeah. It was said that um, the mother was very domineering though and it was basically, you do what she says. Yeah. She's yeah. the head of the family, but I don't know. There's a limit. Yeah, there's a, when you see a person being put through that. You know, like when I was a kid, if my mum grounded me and said, you're not to go out, I didn't go out. But if she said, right, we're about to shift your brother's dead body or something like that. Hang on a minute. <laughs> you know, there's a bit of a difference. So moving on to the oddity for today, we're going to talk about Sonny Bean. Is that a name or a thing? It's a person. Okay. So Alexander Sonny Bean was a person, right? And the details of the story would go on to inspire The Hills Have Eyes, Wrong Turn, Deliverance and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. What's wrong with you? After that horrific fucking case you've just read. Oh no, but like, just just wait. Hills of Eyes. Yeah. We're not, I mean, relax. Okay. So. <laughs> Didn't that squeal like a pig? Yes. Right. That's Deliverance. Sure got a pretty mouth. So, right, what we're talking about is an incestuous family of cannibals. All right? You yeah. with me? Alexander Sonny Bean and his wife, Black Agnes Douglas had a family of six daughters, eight sons, Fuck it out. 14 granddaughters and 18 sons. Okay. And the grandchildren were said to be the product of incest between their children. So that's where you're getting the incest uh, coming in there. Yeah. And what they would do is they would ambush, murder and rob travelers that pass by. Okay. Mm -hmm. They would then bring the bodies back to their cave where they would cannibalize them. The thing about this case, right, it's very debated whether it's fact or fiction. Yeah, I'm literally giving you the base details of this. Uh, there, like I said, there's debate over whether it actually happened. There isn't records of the murders they supposedly committed. Uh, one theory is that it's just anti-Scottish propaganda created to make the British just look like absolute savages. It's just the Brits acting the bollocks. You know, the English never not at it, are they? Wait, the Brits are saying the Scots did this? Yes, it was supposed to be... That doesn't sound like something us Brits had done. <laughs> it's basically, it was a clan. And they're basically saying that this is what they did. It's like a horror story kind of thing. But like I said, some people think it's true that this actually happened. Some people think mm, maybe not so much. Uh, the thing that makes it more convincing, unless it was literally just added in afterwards to the, you know, after the fact that it did happen, um, Sonny was a derogatory term used for the Scottish by the English. And that means uh, fool or idiot. <laughs> yeah. Again, never not at it. That doesn't sound like something the British should do. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's the English for you. Come propaganda. Propagating bastards. We were a good bunch of lads, weren't we? Mm. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Mortal Musings Podcast. If you're interested in supporting the podcast and hearing extra content, subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash mortal musings podcast. You can also find us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Mortal Musings Podcast. Or email us at mortalmusingspodcast at gmail.com.